Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another weekly recap with the Meta Nerds. Um, this was kind of a slow news week, I guess, but uh, we're going to make the most of it anyway. Uh, as you guys know, I'm Rico, and joining me, as always, is the anime sensei, the routine Randy, Mr. English himself. What's up, Marcus? Not much, not much. Just getting ready for this week, gearing up, gearing up for this week. I know it's Monday. We're actually podcasting. We've been podcasting a little late lately, but obviously we do want to get everything out as much as we can, as best as we can, once a week. And the last two times have been on Wednesday. Today's Monday, so we're recording today, hopefully having it out tonight or tomorrow. And just getting ready for this week. I'm ready for the week to be over already. Not for any other reason. <laughs> Not for any other reason, but that it's it's already the, the end of the semester. This is our last week before we're out for school. I have two and a half weeks off, so I'm excited. I just, you know... I just I just need a break already, man. It's been it's been it's been a crazy semester, been a rough semester, and uh, I'm just looking I'm just looking forward to that Christmas break, really and truly. But what about yourself, man? How's everything? Good, good. Another week, but a good week. Uh, like I said, we didn't have a lot of news this week, but we had some good stuff. Some cool stuff happened too. Uh, it was a rough uh, day for you yesterday, I'm pretty sure. Uh, oh but uh, <laughs> but yeah, I mean. Uh, kind of just another just another week, another week closer to the holidays, which is what everybody, you know, is excited about this this time of year. Everybody loves, you know, Christmas season. So, uh, yeah, just just happy that it that it's here. I love the cold. It's been cold. We've had a little cold front come in, so I'm in my element, loving. <laughs> a little cold now for us. Obviously, cold in sixties, low sixties. <laughs> I don't yeah. want people to get confused thinking that it snows here on a regular basis. It doesn't, right? But we enjoy the the because Texas weather is something else. It really is. So Yeah, so and it happen. it did hit like fifties, forties, like during the night yesterday and then to uh this morning it was like forty some when I woke up. So it was it was great. I love that kind of weather. Uh which is funny because I was actually having this conversation with my aunt. I had lunch with my aunt today. Uh and she's going to go visit her daughter and grandkids in Colorado for Christmas. And she says that it's weird because, like, over there they get in. It's like, she, like she told uh, my cousin Angie, like, hey, it was like it got to like forty here today. And uh, Angie was like, oh, that was like our high today. <laughs> and it's like <laughs> that's crazy. Like for us, that's real cold. But for them, that's like you know a good day. But she was saying that oddly enough, like. It feels colder here when it's 40 than it is like over there when it's like 8, 12 degrees. Yeah. Um, I guess it has to do with like the air and everything and like how like humid and stuff and all that. Like it gets here and the quality of the air and all that kind of stuff. But it, it, it's crazy. It's crazy to think that for some people it's like this all the time. This is like standard weather. Other places like it's just it doesn't get it doesn't get much hotter than what we have. Right. Uh, maybe yeah. a place like Arizona and. Obviously, uh, deserts and and Nevada, Arizona, and heat. The, the the but their heat, we've always said it's different from our heat, right? Their heat is like dry heat, just blazing sun. Where our heat, it's kind of it's very humid where we live. Usually, the highs for us, like on a, during summer, and again, this is normal for us. One ten, one o nine, one eleven is kind of the sweet spot for us. Sometimes yeah. you know it, it'll hit maybe like one twelve, one thirteen, and again, this is yeah. Sometimes it, for a day straight. Yeah, for a day straight. And, you know, and again, we don't live in a desert, but again, our heat is, is that humidity heat where because we live next to the river and, and the, even the, what you call it, 
the Tampa golf. that I, the golf is right there where all that moisture is in the air and it just kind of like sticks on you and yeah. it just becomes to- it's like nasty. Just, yeah, like the heat just takes on this weird form that is just, you know, stuck onto you and it, it feels ugly to say the least, but we've dealt with it. We know how to deal with it. That's why our thing is more like, hey, you know, like, yeah, you know, we, we may be a little, you know, exaggerated when it comes to the cold weather, but you know, just like that, right? When it comes to the heat, I know like New York and stuff was shut down schools when it hits like the, the, what was the high 90s? I'm over here like, hell yeah, man, it's high 90s. It's not that hot today. <laughs> hey, it's a nice day, I'll tell you. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, nonetheless, the first thing I'll throw us into is a little bit of sports. Uh, we're not talking about football this week, <laughs> just God. for whatever reason, <laughs> uh, because we don't want to talk about football. Who cares? I, I I don't I don't care at all right now I don't I and that's because my friends in school had like just, they had the courtesy just to like they would they would look at me and smile but I did, honestly I always talk about it with my buds in school uh, Saturday and Andy you know we talk football we love talking about sports and stuff and they had the decency all all they just sent me a message yesterday cry eagles cry eagles suck whatever this morning they just looked smiled and they, but they didn't mention it at all man so. Thank you to them, dude. And I and I and I knew they wanted to say something so bad, but they, they had the courtesy <laughs> to be like just to not say anything and stuff like that, man. Because obviously, you know, in case you want, I, I guess we could talk about it a little bit. Uh, this is Cowboy Country and Spurs Country, where we live. Obviously, in Texas, Texas teams rule, and you know the Cowboys. Everybody here loves the Cowboys, and that's not even just Texas. Cowboys is they, they're called America's team for a reason. People love the Dallas Cowboys. You know, they were dominant in the '90s, and people haven't been able to let go since. And, you know, <laughs> I'm an Eagles fan. I've been an Eagles fan since I was 12, 13 years old. And I just, it was brutal, man. <laughs> it was bad. And obviously, like, if there's one team I don't I ever want to lose against, it's the Cowboys because they come out in, in droves, man. And, and, you know, last year when, when we were playing in the Super Bowl, I didn't rub it in anybody's face. I didn't say anything. Even my cousin, who's a diehard Cowboys fan, he says, I'm rooting for you, he told me. So real cool, it's my cousin Andy. And so he was rooting for me, whatever. And that's because he goes, I'm not rooting for the Eagles. I'm rooting for you because he's a diehard Cowboys fan. And so we didn't talk smack. And, you know, I don't know if it's because we're getting older, but people, at least my cousins, my family tend to be a little bit more, you know, calm when it comes to the smack talk, I guess. I, I don't know. It must be age or something. But, yeah, we got our, we got our asses beat yesterday. And that's all I'll say about that. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean... That's it. Marcus said it all. Yeah. On the other side, though, that we're going to mention. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say uh, basketball-wise, though, we had uh, the conclusion of our first, very first in-season tournament. Uh, and it ended up being the Lakers versus the Pacers, Indiana Pacers, uh-huh. and the Lakers took it. Yeah. Uh, so I guess there is that for you, since you're also a Lakers fan. Yeah. So uh, on the it, other side of the spectrum, right? <laughs> Yeah, so uh, sh- good sh- a big shout out to the Lakers. Uh now that the in-season tournament has concluded, what do you think? I know beforehand everybody had their opinions like for what? Like it doesn't make sense. Other people were like all about it, like why not? We need some other competitiveness, like the All-Star game uh, by itself just doesn't cut it, you know, uh with the play-in being such a big uh success you know people liking it the intensity starting early and people you know either win or go home mentality of the play-ins and stuff like that uh what do you think of the in-season tournament 
What did you think? Did you like it? Did you not like it? What did you uh, like? What did you not like? I was, I was still kind of indifferent about it. I, I liked the whole concept as, as far as my big, my big takeaway for this tournament was that the Lakers went without counting the championship game because the championship game didn't count for stats or record. The Lakers won every single one of their of their games. They went seven and zero, including the championship, and six and zero on their record. I was right now. I think we're fourteen and nine, which is amazing considering the last you know few years or whatever you know in terms of our record. A couple of things. I I know they were trying to make it a special. I guess every time they played, they wanted to make it like this. Um, and by and by all means, they should have right. Uh, this this big deal. They changed the colors of the courts, right? They 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 had the advertisements and the flashing and stuff like that. I I do think a lot of cool stuff came out of it. The courts is not one of them. Yeah, <laughs> they were. And granted, again, I like the I like the idea that they changed the court. They made they wanted to make it this big deal. Awesome. Okay. Cool. Yeah. You know, let's change the court. But they gotta do something about those colors, man. Because some of those colors are weird on the eyes. I know when the first ones came out, I don't know what they were doing. The internet was it was kind of wild on it and stuff like that. And that was a little weird as far as the colors of the court. Yeah. What I did like, one of the things I did like was um, was actually here in the in the championship game in the semifinals, even the semifinals. They toned down the colors of the court. Obviously, again, so I'm not a big fan of these colors. They gotta do something with the colors. Um, not necessarily the whole court, but I'm thinking more like. Um, I don't know if you've seen the Oregon Ducks court, how they have like the forest like embedded in little darker tones on their court, stuff like mm-hmm. that. I thought yeah. that's cool because obviously you still want to see the court or whatever. But the, what was cool was the atmosphere of the semifinals and finals. Did you notice? I, I don't know if you noticed. They um, Well, first and foremost, I know they made it a big deal by putting the ESPN commentators with the TNT commentators. We ended up having Stephen A. and Will Bond with our boys, right? Charles, uh, Shaq. Um, what you call it, uh, Kenny, and uh, who am I missing? And and uh, uh, Ernie, Ernie, and they were they were about it. They were having a good time. It was a lot of fun. And then if you noticed on the actual court when they were playing, it the only thing that was lit up was the court. And I thought that was a real cool touch. The okay. court was the only thing lit up, but they had the the you couldn't see the crowd. The crowd was like a dark blue, so all the attention was on the court. And I thought the atmosphere for stuff like that looked amazing. I said that that's what's up you know yeah it didn't feel like anything special but it did look special and i thought that was to me the the big part that was good that was good stuff for me personally okay okay yeah i think i'm uh i think most of the people that watch this and you know me myself i'm also right there with you when it comes to the court they went a little bit too far with some of the bright colors and they were, they were a little too dynamic and stuff like that to the point where it got distracting. Uh, but uh, I, I would think if they wanted to do something special, like maybe put like a like a gray layout or something like more flat and have all the courts be like that. Like this is in-season tournament court, like for everybody. Something, something that's just basic. Uh, nothing that's gonna strain the eyes or be r- too bright on our screens or in person for the players more so or whatever. Uh, but uh, I thought it was fun. Another thing, like another thing to care about. Uh, and it was kind of all gonna be on the players. Uh, to really show whether or not this was worthwhile. And because uh the players got into it and stuff like that, then it showed like okay, this could work. Uh, the only thing I think I would want is maybe 
a little bit better incentive uh, for the teams. You know, maybe you add a couple wins to their record or maybe, you know, the the teams that make it to the in-season tournament uh, get like half of their wins put onto their record or just something, a little something that it's not just like, okay, we're going to give you money and that's it. Uh, you know, yes, the money doesn't seem like much to some of those guys, but you brought it to my attention. Like the other day when we were discussing it, like, yeah, but you know, some of the other guys, the rookies and all that, like they're not really, you know, 500 K is a lot to them. So yeah, uh, it, it does help out some of them, but like in long term, uh, it, 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 money is kind of, not the only thing I think you want, like for your team, uh, whether or not they'll be able to figure something like that out, like down the line, I'm sure they're going to try other things. Cause yeah. of course this is just the first one. Uh, so, uh, I think it was successful for the most part. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, so let's see. I mean, for a first one, you know, again, you didn't expect it to be perfect, but I think across the board, there was a lot of general positivity and I think they really appreciated that they, they were trying, they tried something new and, you know, it seemed to be a hit. As a matter of fact, I think the Lakers are even going to put a, they're going to put an in-season tournament champion a, banner. A banner, yeah. yeah so I was like, <laughs> okay, again, all right, cool, I guess. Yeah, I, I saw I saw videos of them popping champagne and everything. And I'm like, whoa, yeah, whoa, yeah. whoa. Yeah. Like, I was like, uh. <laughs> I was like so let's we'll uh, f- focus, focus on the future a little bit. But uh, yeah. but yeah, congrats to the Lakers and congrats to their you know to all their fans and everything. Uh, first in season tournament success and good on all the players for making it matter. You know, because uh, had they not cared, I don't think anybody else would have cared either. Uh, so yeah, keep innovating, keep pushing, and let's see what happens next year. Uh, jumping into anime, didn't have uh, didn't have too much crazy stuff. I know. Um, we have Jump Festa coming up in the uh by the time we record next week, Jump Festa will have happened. So we're gonna be getting all kind of announcements uh you know from that uh event where we got uh let's see that'll be running the sixteenth and the seventeenth. So, you know, we'll be looking out for a lot of anime come this coming week. As far as the other things we got this week, uh I think it was just a lot of trailers. We did get a trailer for uh Dangers in My Heart. Which is one that I I love. Uh, just found by surprise on on uh, high dive and watched it, and uh, you know, just I got hooked on it right away. Uh, that's coming January sixth, twenty twenty four. I know we did get some information about my hero, the next my hero season, uh, the movie for Spy Family. I think we got something for uh, Demon Demon Slayer. Uh-huh. Also, we got the they're actually going to go like on a tour, right? And they're going to be putting out uh, the are they going to do the Swordsmith arc in a movie? I think is what I saw. In uh, movie form? What was it? E- episode one, training arc of a movie coming th- theater February 30th, February 23rd. Uh, the world to be some world tour. I'm not sure. Let me see again. Hold on. That's the only thing I wasn't clear on. I saw that they were, you know, going to give us a little bit more information with it's some stuff be, later. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. going to be some world tour. I think uh, February 2nd seems to be the day where more information will be available. February 23rd, they are doing that movie again. Probably what looks very reminiscent of uh, the, what you call it? Uh, I guess you would call it a, not a special event, right? But like a, you know how we went to, we saw, they showed off the last few episodes of, 
the entertainment district and they showed the first episode of the Sor- source myth arc what was it called mm-hmm. i wouldn't it was it, they called it a film but i would call it more of a of a special event right i think more so than anything else yeah so yeah so they're gonna do something similar to that where they're probably gonna show the last two or three episodes of whatever in this case the source myth arc hype it all up and then show the first episode because they want people to you know and they do it because though the last episodes are the important ones especially in the end they in, in the end of this season the source myth arc where you know things happen with Nesco, and so they want that to feel fresh, and they build up to it that way. You know, it, it, build the hype. You, yeah, you, you got to retain the emotional impact, right, of those last episodes leading into the first episode. So that's what they're doing. You know, see, we'll see if we go see. I did see the last one, so we'll check it out. Yeah, especially you know, Demon Slayer being such a pretty, uh, having such great visuals, and then seeing it on the big screen. You know, just it's gonna be. I'm I'm sure it's gonna be great. Yeah. Uh, anything else you picked up on this, uh, this past week? Anime yeah, stuff? There's, there, there's a bunch of little yeah. things. I know one of the ones was like Metallic Rouge. And again, these are like the original ones that, um, that's not, not sequel, prequel, side story, anything else of like that, you know, just Metallic Rouge original anime coming, uh, January 10th. I know our winter season is already going to be upon us. As of right now, I think we're still technically in the fall season because the winter season won't start until January. So once these other ones come out. Uh, but yeah, Metallic Rouge looks like a lot of fun. It gives me uh, Tiger and Bunny vibes. You know, with the, I, I do like, you know, just droids, I guess, mechs and stuff like that. It's not actual big, like big mechs, but very, like I said, very Tiger and Bunny where they have their, um, they pilot these machines and stuff like that. So that looked pretty cool. Solo leveling got another trailer. Uh, they, they're they're going to release a ton of information at Jump Fest. I know Rico talked about it. Um, what exactly? I'm sure it's just going to be either seasons or whatever, but just to kind of name a few, Haikyuu, Jujutsu Kaisen, Blue Exorcist, which Blue Exorcist, I believe, just got another really, uh, anime an- announcement recently, The Prince of Tennis, My Hero Academia, uh, Kaiju Number 8, I know that's, that's one I t- I've been telling Rico about also, going to be right up our alley, and I, this is one that I was like, oh, I want to read, I read the first three chapters, I was like, okay, I think I'm going to wait, I think I'm going to wait, and then once I'm sucked into the anime, because you got to appreciate it, right? Then I'll start reading it. Uh, Ruini Kenshin, Spy Family, Chainsaw Man, One Piece. On the, what's called Jump Super Stage Blue, because they do have separate stages, right? One red, one blue. Blue Box, Demon Slayer, Dan Dan Dan. There you go, you see there. Hey, we're happy for that one. Mashal, Undead Luck, Undead Unluck. The Elusive Samurai, in case y'all don't know, that's the one, uh, the second, not second. It's the... Series made by the author of Fullmetal Alchemist. So if you're a Fullmetal Alchemist fan, you should be watching The Elusive Samurai. Uh, Mission, Yozakura Family. I know that was actually very popular manga also, so they're going to show off some anime teasers there too. Gintama, Bleach, World Trigger, which is on its season 3, 60-some episodes, and I'm sure they're going to get a season 4. I know World Trigger has this crazy cult following, and you know people really enjoy it. Um, that's actually been on my watch list for a few a while also. So uh, Dr. Stone, Hell's Paradise. Tis Time for Torture Princess and Chain Soldier. Chain Soldier is the other one that uh, I kind of, it's kind of on my radar. Tis Time for Torture for Torture Princess. I'm not familiar with that one yet, but that one's also going to be showing off. And then just some other ones. Uh, Oshinoko, Dark Gathering, Moriarty, The Patriot, Sakamoto Days, which is a big, big one. Sakamoto Days has been on the manga mainstream, just top of the manga for, for a few years already. And that one, when that anime adaptation gets announced, that's going to be on par with the Spy Families and the and the um, Hell's Paradise type stuff. You can, you can, Dan, 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 that's going to be up there with those. So if you're not familiar with Sakamoto Days, you better go on that one too. 
And yeah, there's some other ones, but those are the ones that I'm familiar with off the top of my head, which is 90% of this list. But yeah, that's about <laughs> it. I'll be ready for those. <laughs> <laughs> well, right on. I mean, we don't call him the anime sensei for nothing. <laughs> uh, I'll jump over to film. And uh, I mean, it's a great uh little opening thing here netflix is actively working on their live action my hero academia adaptation so uh you know another yet another uh anime live action coming uh to netflix if they're hyping it like that again i don't know if that means it's going to be the japanese studio you know production and netflix is just going to air it or if netflix actually be behind this and having a and do, giving it the one piece treatment if you can do the if you can one piece is probably one of the wackiest character at least character designs you know by far out there you can rock these guys you know in, a, in my hero especially in a netflix series you know i just imagine imagine all my you know just big buff dude right deku little scrawny dude uh bakugo little mean scrawny dude like come on <laughs> How hard can it be? No, I'm joking. Yeah, I mean, uh, I feel the same. I feel like, you know, it's being reported by a lot of sites and big media and stuff like that. So I feel like this is One Piece. Uh, This is going to be the next One Piece for them, I think. Uh, Unless there's already something they're working on. Because as far as I know, I don't think they're... Well, I guess Avatar. But Avatar is not really considered anime, is it? The Last Airbender, no, American made. I wouldn't consider yeah. that animation, right? Yeah, I guess that would be fair. Like to say, an animated to live action, which, but I mean, it's been done before. Just uh, you know, we don't talk about that. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I mean, my hero, I guess, is up next. So let's see how they do that. Uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm excited. Yeah. Is no. it? Ha, have they been clear whether or not it's a series or movie? That's that's the thing. All I know is that it's just something something that they're producing or they're gonna be pushing out. What I don't know yet. So okay. So I mean, I feel like we would both prefer probably a series, right? Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah. So I mean, we we talked about Naruto a couple weeks back. Uh, that one is gonna be a movie though, right? Yes. Uh, so then we have uh, now that now my hero. Do you think uh, you think it lends itself to be a movie? My Hero, a movie or a series? Uh, series, sorry, series. Series, uh, yeah, I think most definitely. Um, again, if you can make One Piece, obviously, and yeah, One Piece, and as far as like manga, One Piece is on chapter 1100. My Hero, is, if I'm not mistaken, is already kind of at the what, 300 mark, over the 300 mark. Uh, let me just double check real quick, just because I don't want to, you know, I want to guess correctly. Um, it, it has it has enough chapters to where if you want to give a series, I guess like an a- adequate time and adequate audience, you know, because let's face it, if you're into the One Piece universe, you're going to be one pe- watching Netflix and One Piece for a very long time, unless unless they keep going. But even then, you know, if they're if they're if we're at a thousand some episodes, you know, you make one one season, what hundred episodes, you're still talking 10 seasons. That's. 10 easy easy 10 plus years you know what i'm saying so you know i would think they'd want something a little what can i how do you what would i say a little uh a little bit more easier to get to the end right and as a matter of fact my hero is on chapter four it's a, it's a 409 but again we are on the last arc so we should probably should be get probably be ending before 450 or something like that 
but nonetheless, 400 is a lot easier to adapt than a thousand. Four four hundred pages in a, in an eight ten episode thing. What you're you're shooting for? What maybe a hundred chapters in a season like that? So if my hero does kick off, you can finish it off in four or five seasons. You know, Stranger Things vibe and stuff like that. You know what I mean? The commitment's mm-hmm. a lot less, if especially if it hits. Okay, makes sense. Uh, the only other thing I had for film was that uh, the Mandalorian season four is reportedly being turned into a movie. Um. I know Mandalorian is one of those things for a lot of Star Wars fans that were not happy with uh, the most recent trilogy. Uh, kind of has that you know everybody says that it's saving that it saved Star Wars and you know some of the other series here and in between have also been very very good. So it's interesting why they're choosing to go with a movie instead. I don't know if it's uh, they want to go big with you know what they've already established and they just want to do something real crazy and drastic maybe uh that they want to put into movie form um i don't know i don't i don't know why they would do it uh i feel like they've already done so much good with the show uh well how long has that, it been how long has it been since season 3 what was it like last uh, let me check Mando season three. Because again, it hasn't been that long. Let's see. Uh, right? tw- a- April, March. It was March 1st through April 2023. So March. April of this past year. Yeah. So, well, well people again, I, changing the medium is different commitment levels for different people. So if you're trying to reach a target audience, I think that's the only thing I can think of. You know yeah. I mean? Yeah, yeah. There's just been so much success already that are they capitalizing? Are, are they? Are, yeah. Are they taking a big chance? Are they just trying to like you know go back to the box office and say like, oh, Star Wars is back? Uh, Disney is a little weird lately. They they've been losing money. Uh, their movies have been bombing. Again, and not even just soup. You know, we all knew Hero Fatigue was coming, but just even like. Pixar was kind of struggling a little early on, so you know from early reports and the movie it was Wish, I believe, or Elemental. Mm-hmm. Sorry, or no, I don't think I think Wish bombed, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, Elemental was the one that started off super rocky, and then apparently it gained steam. But again, how does something start rocky and then gain steam and you know make its money back? So again, all these things, and I don't know, I don't know what or why, and you know people, you know, just seem to think that. They're trying to push agendas here and there, and you know it can be it can be a number of things. But obviously, something's not hitting. You know what I mean? Uh, when the Pixar two trailer, uh, Pixar when the uh, what's it called? What's it called? Joy, anger. Uh, oh, uh, Inside Out. Inside, inside out. out. Yeah, when okay. the Inside Out two trailer dropped, everybody's raving raving about it, and that's you know it's a sequel, right? Uh, so it's kind of like, well, how do you start new properties? And I, I just know it. I'm gonna go watch Inside Out. Like, there's no way you can't because that part one was just amazing, and it told a great story, and it was funny, and it was sad, and you know what I mean. So I don't know, man. Yeah. Uh, it's 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 Disney something. Disney something's up. I'm not really sure. I guess we'll, we'll see it sooner or later. No, that makes sense. Like I hadn't even thought about it from that perspective of like you know they're they've been struggling a little bit, so. Maybe with this property being so popular and stuff like that, like they're going to put it out in theaters so people can go watch and say like, okay, here's a win that we need, you know? Uh, it's just, it's, it's just weird. Cause nowadays, you know, you before, whenever they announced movies, it was like amazing, awesome, great. But like now in the days where we have series that are 
if not just as good or better like in quality to some of these movies like you want those hours of a show rather than like that one one or two hours of a movie you know yeah. uh, but we'll see i mean hopefully they just uh nail it and just shut me up and just make a great movie yeah exactly I, I, so uh, anything else film you want to talk about anything on your radar yeah. that you saw well, I mean, I do want to watch two movies, and I need, I need to watch these two movies before before Thursday. Godzilla, mm. I think, is gonna be gonna be out of out of theaters by Thursday, and then I in IMAX, and I I am gonna get my ass to go watch this one. It's a boy and the heron. Yes, in, I, studio heard great things. Heard yes, great I, things. Yeah, the 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 reviews are just already exceptional. As a matter of fact, did, did I see somewhere that it's already nominated for? It can be nominated for animated film, or am I? I, I think so. No, I think so because we got like a wave of all the nominations and everything, like over the last two days. Yeah, um, I'm trying to remember. Uh, speaking of what is the, the nominated list for animated film? Um, Spider Man. If I remember the top of my head, Super Mario across the across the Spider Verse. Uh, Suzume was on there, which is Shinke's um, uh, Shinke's. Uh, um, Makoto Shinke's uh, last film from from if you're familiar with um, oh, oh my god they're just not coming to me part one is not part one man dude it's the one it's the one that it's one of my favorite films of all time not no joke Suzume weathering with you and oh my god it's gonna bug me man <laughs> um, your name your name I was about to google it but I didn't uh, Suzume is up there. Mario across the Spider Verse. I want to say the Boy and the Heron also got nominated up there. I know the big thing is that you know the anime type films don't really win this award, and they're always up there. You know, this time there's two, and people think, oh, Spider Man. And to me, it just sucks because I love Spider Man. It's gonna be up there with them. Um, animated. Nominate. Let me just look it up real quick. Yeah, the and the golden. It's the what it is is the Golden Globes. The nominees for Best Picture Animated are The Boy and the Heron, uh, Elemental, Elemental. Spider Man Across the Spider Verse, the Super Mario Bros. Movie, Suzume, and Wish. So, Wish and Elemental are out. It's gonna be Suzume, The Boy and the Heron, Spider Man, and Mario. And if I had to pick one for Best Animated Feature, uh, man, that's just Mario's not. I don't think Mario will win. The only way it'll win is because it's the it made the most money and it was easily accessible to everybody, anybody. Man, but Spider Man, Suzume. I haven't even seen the Boy in the Heron, but I know I'm gonna love it. Like, oh man, what a what a nomination list for animated movies. You know what I'm saying? That's that's awesome. That's all I'm gonna say about that. I don't want to give my I don't want to give my two cents on that because I'm gonna like I don't want to play favorites because I love all of them. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that that's quite the list, man. I yeah, mean, I I haven't seen the the Heron and I haven't seen Suzume, but now since you're putting it up there, since you gave it the props you just did, I, I need to check it out. No, nah, dude. As a matter of fact, I think this is oh, was Spirit Away. Not even the Boy and the Heron. I know is it's Miyazaki's. Again, people were calling this his magnum opus, his well, you know last big one, and. Apparently this one's supposed to be amazing, and I'm I'm just super excited. Like I this one this one actually got a a nomination aside from all those other ones, but again you got Suzume, you got the boy and the heron across the Spider Verse. Like, like oh man, dude, like it'll 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 be interesting to see, 
You you mentioned earlier that a lot of times the animated the anime type films don't they, you know yeah. they, they they get here but they don't win. Yeah, uh, yeah, it'll be interesting cool. to see what the effect is going to be of such bi- a big name cast like for the for the English uh, for the dub version. I wonder if that'll bring more notoriety to it and people will you know have to give it its props. Uh-huh. And if that if that'll affect you know the the votes or whatever it is like you know and uh, ultimately you know if, if it'll help it get that edge on something as big as Spider Man or Mario. Uh huh. Yeah. I think I I think that might that might come into play a little bit. I mean we'll see, man. Again, these these Golden Globes are always real funny. They're real, they're they're just something else sometimes. Yeah. I just feel like with the with those big names, you know, you see uh, Pattinson and uh, Willem Dafoe and stuff like yeah, that, yeah. and you're like, oh, whoa, like this is quite the quite the cast. Yeah, yeah, right. and, that, and that's just a few of the names, you know. Uh, so yeah, that that's gonna be that's gonna be cool. Yeah, it, it's a great list. You have Miyazaki and Shinke up there with with Spider Man, you know, Miles, my probably my favorite. Like you know, it's just. I can't, I can't. That's too much for me, man. <laughs> yeah, that's gonna be interesting too, since since that movie is like a part of like one of two. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it'll yeah. be interesting to see, like, if that because that one, I, I I mean I won't spoil anything, but there's it leaves a lot open at the end of that movie because there is like a sequel to it. Yeah. So I wonder if that also might help one of the other movies kind of cross it up and and beat that one out and who knows maybe maybe mario's and it's money again i love mario one of my favorite video game properties of all time you know i just as far as an animated film you know here i think the other ones are better the pacing and stuff like that but i, I geeked out nostalgia the crazy when i saw mario you know what i mean but and money hey money's money dude money's money yeah you're right you're right Okay, uh, going over to gaming, we had another uh, an, another uh, big announcement from Nintendo. I don't know how I would call it big, but just Nintendo says that the Legend of Zelda game, the next Legend of Zelda game, will not be a sequel. Uh, the Tears of the Kingdom was, in quotes, the final form of this version of Zelda. Um, I would imagine this is probably good news. Yeah, oh yeah. Again, Zelda has no... There's no staple there's no i don't want and, and I'm, I'm i'm saying that in terms of like art style story even the zelda fans love to go we love to go crazy over chronological chronological order zelda does you know they don't even give a damn about that they're gonna put out a quality zelda game people are gonna play it now this just means again um ocarina of time madras mask you would put those in a section uh twilight princess you'd put that in a section skyward sword you put that in a section uh wind waker and all the other ones that came up with the, again, they're just gonna. All that means is that they're gonna change the the time period and they're gonna change the art style more than likely. Anytime you know, it always happens. Anytime you get something like that, you know, that's what it means. What What's interesting about that is that the next Zelda game, and again, they they have they have this uh, what is it pattern, right? We just got Tears of the Kingdom this year. We're not going to see another Zelda game like that probably until another five years, maybe five years, maybe yeah. a little earlier, just because of that. In the meantime, we are going to get, and I, I don't know how people are going to feel about this. I don't even think it's going to be a remake. I think it's just going to be it's going to be a full blown Switch game, Zelda Switch game, reminiscent of um, 
what is it? Uh, 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 Phantom Hourglass, Minish Cap, Link to the Past, um, Link Between Worlds. We're gonna get we're gonna get a top down two D Zelda game. That's what we're gonna get. Uh, personally, it's gonna be a brand new Switch game. It's gonna be. But imagine, yes, to, as big as Tears of the Kingdom was. I don't know about you, but you best believe I can go. I can sink my teeth in a 2D top-down. Imagine playing Link to the Past, or in your case, Minish Cap, right? You loved Minish yeah, Cap, right? I loved Minish Cap. Playing... I actually just played it recently, so I, I'm I'm all for this. <laughs> a top-down, quality, nice-looking game with over just easy, easy, over 100 hours of just gameplay, story, side quests, just, you know, you can make Link's house in that game if you wanted. I don't know about you, but Dan, that, would, that to me sounds amazing amazing and they're still always like uh, hey you know again pattern pattern nintendo we're gonna that to me in my, my prediction that's gonna be the next game and then to hold us off even more we are gonna get a remake we're gonna get a remake we're gonna get something they're gonna give us a package a little enhanced graphics of ocarina of time or whatever or maybe a top-down remake of ocarina of time or or you know maybe a they'll put twilight princess another version of that wind waker they're gonna do something they're gonna hold us up they're gonna hold us out with a this is the way it's going to work. Brand new 2D Zelda game, remake, and then we're going to get the main, the next main Zelda storyline game. Yeah. Not to say that the, the 2D one isn't, but you know what I mean, 3D stuff. Yeah, yeah, the, the full-blown. Yeah, I, I was thinking uh, the same thing probably as far as timeline. When I read this, I thought, mm, that means at least four or five years until we see something. Uh, and of course, our spinoff games. I wouldn't put it past them to do another Age of Calamity and uh, another Hyrule Warriors because those were a lot of fun too, man. I don't know about you, man, but a big roster of stuff like that, I play it. You know, so they could do all kinds of stuff. And and Zelda's, if they want to make money, get just keep putting out Zelda. I I know I know one guy who's gonna buy everything Zelda. <laughs> really? <What a> loser. <laughs> uh, but no, I think. Uh... I think this is good news overall because, yes, like we already set a timeline of four or five years, but uh, with Nintendo and with Zelda, you you know that uh, they're going to use those four or five years to innovate and to do something different and, you know, a good story and lore and um, like new mechanics and stuff like that. Because uh, even though they're great, like you mentioned, uh, Tears of the Kingdom, I'm uh, coming off of Breath of the Wild wasn't that different it was another good it was another game it was a good game but it wasn't like this crazy innovation and it was the same thing from majora's mask to to uh ocarina, ocarina of, time. of time like the game was generally the same yes like some of the mechanics and stuff like that you know the time mechanic and the all that stuff were different and all that but it was mostly the same game right yeah well Oh, man, Majora's Mask did some stuff, and again, keep in mind, and this is me fanboying right now. Okay, so too bad you brought it up. <laughs> no, it's fine. The, tur- the turnaround between Ocarina of Time to Majora's Mask was one year, and in that one year, yes, to save time, they reused a lot of the Ocarina of Time um, components and stuff like that. But the mechanic, the time mechanic. The the reversing time, speeding up time, the moon, all that good stuff, and the different side quests. And honestly, to this day, the side quests in in Majora's Mask, in my opinion, are probably the best, if, if one of the best, if not the best, side quest version that Zelda ever had to offer. Like some of those side quests were almost just they they were intense and they were thought provoking and they were just something, dude. Like. 
you know, Madrid, what Madrid's math did in that one year just really changed, you know, the core, one of the core gameplay mechanics in Zelda overall. Keep in mind, you know, yes, you rode Epona and and an Ocarina of Time, but in Majora's Mask, you were transforming into Goron. So you that was that was to get from point A to point B speeding. You were transforming into a Zora. That was to get through the underwater. You were transforming into a a, a Deku, um, like just just things like that, dude. Like <laughs> Majora's Mask, man. <laughs> For what it did, man, crazy, crazy, crazy. Yeah, yeah, there there was some cool stuff in there. Would you say that that jump from Ocarina to Majora's was a lot better than uh, Breath of the Wild to Tears? It was a lot more innovative. Yes, uh, that that yes. I know they gave us the uh, the building mechanic over here for for Tears of the Kingdom, and yeah, the world and the story was also really great and stuff like that. But again, you're you're I'm comparing '90s to. 2023 you know but as far as innovation and what they were what they were able to do for the time scope and the time frame uh majora's mask hell yeah i think was was more innovative as far as gameplay mechanic even story was just all over the place and intense and obviously they had to do it like that you know what i mean because of the turnaround you do you're given six years for tears of the kingdom for people called it a giant expansion dlc type thing i don't know if people would have called majora's mask that at the time considering it came out but majora's mask but it was its own own monster in its right you know what i mean just again the gameplay mechanic was just truly unique yeah. even with even when you wore the masks and you had to collect those things and they all have different uh, not all of them were candid yeah and and i don't mean to like disrespect that game or or tears as any in any way like when i say like oh they weren't that much of a jump forward uh but just like at its base, the general game was pretty much your play. It was an extension of yeah. Ocarina of Time. Like if you if if you look past like the lore and the new mechanic and you know all these transformations and all this stuff, I guess you can't you, you shouldn't right because like that's at the heart of the game uh, yeah. for what it was. But I mean, at the end of the game, it was Ocarina of Time with a different story. Uh, I don't know. Some people say a better story. I mean, I know that's blasphemous, but I've heard it from several people that they actually prefer Majora's Mask. Yeah, yeah, some people so, do. So yeah, I mean, uh, Marcus, Marcus already laid it out for us already. He call he's he's calling that we're gonna get uh, some kind of two D game, maybe some other little expansion games, and then uh, four or five years down the road, our new Zelda. Hey, you heard it here first, man. Yeah. Uh, the only other two things I have this week. Uh, were a trailer for Pokemon. I don't know if there's if if you saw that, if there was anything that you liked, you didn't like. I know there was one thing that a lot of people were like, whoa, what's the point of this? Like who's asking for this? Uh anything you want to bring up? Did you watch the trailer? I don't think so. You don't think so? You don't think you watched the trailer or you don't think there's anything you want to talk about? No, no, I, I like I don't think I watched the trailer because if there if it's a recent one then I have it. Yeah, it came out on the 7th. I think it's the day after we uh, podcasted last. So it was on Thursday. Okay, then I haven't checked it out. Yeah, there was a new trailer where basically they they just highlighted a lot of the stuff that we're going to see uh, DLCs dropping on Thursday, uh, the 14th. So it is the, what did you say, the Indigo Disc, right, is what it's called. Um, so we're going to be traveling to Blueberry Academy. They showed a bunch of the trainers. We're going to see a bunch of the uh, gym leaders uh, from Paldea there. 
And one interesting thing, I don't think they, they've done this before, but I don't remember what game it was, where you can trade with a gym leader. And what they showed was like, you trade, uh, I don't know, and she gives you a Magnemite. And when you throw out the Magnemite, it says, you know, you threw out, I don't know's Magnemite. So it's like tagged as like somebody else's, like they traded it to you, right? Uh, so that's going to be interesting because I know a lot of people love them, some gym, le- gym leaders. I know Iono's a big one. Some pe- A lot of people love Larry. Uh, so it'll it'll be cool to see if it's just one certain Pokemon we get or different ones and people like collecting uh, if there are various. The thing I, the thing I uh, mentioned where like who asked for this is there's going to be a new feature where you're actually going to be able to control your Pokemon and they're selling it as like... Um, Basically, you're going to be out there as the Pokemon. So you're going to see it. You're going to see the world from your Pokemon's eyes. Uh, it's it's something that a lot of people are confused about. But I think it's all going to depend what the function of that mode is. Are you going to be able to make money? Are you going to be able to get items? Are you going to be able to, you know, what is what are you going to get out of it? If there's something, if there's a carrot on that stick... People are gonna go for it. Like, okay, I, 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 I don't feel like I'm just wasting my time or something like that. There, there just has to be something to it. Mm-hmm. Um, we also did see. We already knew the starters were coming back. Now we did see that we are gonna be getting a lot of legendaries back. Uh, we're gonna be able to catch them. Marcus was the one that brought it up. That uh, brought it to my attention that he had seen that they were not gonna be shiny locked. So that's good. That's gonna be another hunt for a lot of people. Um, anything else? Um, I don't think so. There was also some events uh, announced. Um, I think still ongoing. There are some raids for Dialga and Palkia. There's also some mass outbreaks for... Uh, I think Milsuri is going to be out once we get uh, once we get the new area uh, on Thursday. And we also have Litwick and Flabebe. So this, this is supposed to be like the best shiny odds for any outbreak we've had in a while so if you want shinies for those pokemon go and ha- go in a hunt uh there was also a distribution for a dark rye and a shiny lucario which uh, are code distribution so if you're one of those collectors you like to get those pokemon like that uh you know log on and redeem your your shiny and your legendary other than that um nothing big you know just hype hype for for myself and for all the other pokeheads up there so, uh, last thing I had was the Game Awards. We did have the Game Awards also on the 7th, last Thursday. So, uh, we did have a couple of announcements. Obviously, you know, we got the, the winners of the Game Awards. Anything that stood out to you as far as announcements? Anything as far as, like, you were happy certain people won? You were upset that certain people didn't win? Uh, what did you think overall of the Game Awards? Shoot, man, where did I even start? The, 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 we're doing the nominees first, huh? Well, I mean, the winners, nominees, whatever well, you want to go into. There was the, because obviously it was broken up into two sections, right? I'd call the nominees and the game reveals. And as a matter of fact, I think, you know, as it's called the Game Awards. And again, I, I watch them for, I watch the Game Awards for the, um, for the reveals. I do really enjoy the reveals. And a lot of times also, I also enjoy the, the, what the people have to say, right? I, I like I like to see them get recognized. As far as a whole, as a whole show, in regards to the creators and the winners and their games, 
it was a little awkward. They were just kind of rushing them off stage, and obviously it's something that they can fix and stuff like that. So, you know, I again watch the Game Awards for the people who win and for the reveals. So, you know, I don't need the the actors to come in and put put it on a little spill. If there's not going to be any gameplay, I don't need randos to come in and talk about whatever. There's no reason to do that. You know, even even um, Hideo came in and started talking about his game overdose. Didn't really show much, just talked about it, which we already knew it was coming. If you're not gonna show anything new, it, you cannot talk for it ten minutes and you know go to something else. Um, I know uh, Simu Yu, who I also like a lot, went in there, started with this weird awkward bit, and I was kind of like, uh, okay, cool. And then they even rushed through a lot of the, which is they that's what they do last even the last few years also. They were kind of rushing through the. Um, what you call it? Some of the some of the nominations, especially some the, of the big ones. The acceptance speeches, yeah. They they did the whole spiel where like they play the music. And I think they did uh they acknowledged that already on yeah, on yeah. Twitter and stuff like that. Like, you know, uh we we did we went a little crazy with the scheduling and stuff like that, so we're gonna we're gonna chill out. Yeah. So which is good. And again, as far as the nominations were concerned, um and um the the winners uh, where do I even start? I'm trying. To, let me pull up the list first because I uh, kind of forgot already. I, I just remember the last one. Obviously, Baldur's Gate kind of took the majority of them. Yeah. I was happy to see that at least Tears of the Kingdom did get best action. action, action game. Game. Alan Wake two won a couple of awards, two or three, which again I thought was awesome because Alan Wake, you know, people don't talk about it as much. Cyberpunk, which I do really want to play, got what best ongoing game. A lot of a lot of the games up there got got. You know the nominations that they deserved and stuff like that. And again, so even some of them were kind of um, hard, hard to vote on because there was a lot of big bangers out there and stuff like that. But you know, it's it, it was a good show overall for for the nominees and for the winners. It's just, you know we knew Baldur's Gate was just going to win. Spider Man didn't win anything. And I know people were complaining online about that, but again, when you're going against this big competition, you know what I mean? Kind of hard. Yeah, you can you can have like an almost perfect game but when there's that when there's when it's a year where there is that perfect game and i think this one is a lot to this one's a, a tough one for a lot of people to swallow because it's not a game that's for everybody it's not really a mainstream audience type of game uh i think a lot of people did get into it because of the hype and stuff like that but uh it's just not a play style that's for everybody, you know. I, at least that's what that's how I feel. Uh, you know, the the whole turn based thing, the RNG, the the rolling of the dice, and the you know a lot of dialogue and story and a bunch of characters and stuff like that. It's not for everybody. Mm-hmm. So I think you know those uh, those spy- those people that were more going for Spider Man or uh, Resident Evil. I know a lot of people were upset that Resident Evil was even on there. That Final Fantasy should have been there. You know, uh, the Alan Wakes, too, I think. I don't know. I feel like uh, it's very different. It's a very different game. So uh, not that it doesn't deserve it. I think it deserved it 100%. And I think we kind of all knew it was going to win most of the things it was in. Yeah. Uh, Were there any ones that surprised you? Well, as far as the wins? Yes. Uh, Let me see. Honestly. I honestly I think, think catch my, up on this a little bit. My but biggest what? my biggest surprise I think was probably ongoing game going to Cyberpunk. Uh I know it has come a long way. I I will say that from the launch that they had that was rough, but going up against things like Fortnite, Genshin, Apex, 
Final Fantasy is in there, but uh, just Fortnite, like the sheer amount of things that they have coming to that game all the time. Uh, and then Apex is kind of right behind it too. There's always something different, always new champions. Uh, Genshin, you know, still going strong all these years later. I I was honestly just shocked. I was happy that Cyberpunk won, but I was shocked that it beat out Fortnite. To be to be very very honest. <laughs> Uh-huh. I mean, as yeah. far as far as uh, you know, surprises. I I didn't think there were very very many. I don't think there was any surprises at all for me. You know, it's kind of well, the, the games I won. I was like, oh, you know, they they could have easily won, or oh, okay, you know, I I respect that. You know, uh, Super Mario Bros. won best family game. Street Fighter Six won best fighting game. Yeah, you know, there might have been another game that you really wanted to win or that should have won, but you know what I mean. Those are safe picks. Like you're not gonna get mad at safe picks. You know what I mean? Um, best action game went to Armored Core. And there were some other great ones on there. Remnant 2 was on that list too. You know what I'm saying? You know what I mean? Like stuff like that. So, I mean, to me, overall, it was, I mean, it was good. I thought the nominations went to the, you know, may the best man win. Well, may the best game win in this case, right? Yeah. I honestly think you're you're spot on. I don't think there was anything. Uh, I was hoping, I, I knew it wasn't going to happen, but I was hoping that somehow, uh, the family game would would be stolen by party animals just because I love that game so much. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, the only other thing was I I kind of wanted uh, Lies of P to get something, but I knew it was a long shot with all the games it was it was up against, specifically Baldur's Gate. I just knew it was going to dominate. Uh, the only one for me was like I say, the ongoing game going to Cyberpunk and not Fortnite. Uh, I don't play Fortnite personally. I didn't want Fortnite to win. But just we're always like talking about, oh, there's this coming to Fortnite. There's just coming to Fortnite. I think they just got Peter Griffin or something like that in Fortnite now. And there was some kind of event, like some music event and game also. Uh, there's another Fortnite version also now. It, it's just it, it's crazy. All the things that are going on in that game all the time. Mm. So uh, that that was really the only surprise for me. Everything else was pretty, pretty spot on, I thought. Uh, how about uh, we jump over to the announcements? Sure, the announcements, man. Those were there was uh, there were some of the trailers that played before the actual show started. I know Persona. I was geeking out over Persona Three Reloaded, man. Just Persona Three. As for story wise, characters, I I've always fell in love with those guys. Um, I played Part Four, then played Part Three, and just thought pff, Part Three was Part Three was everything. I I played Part Four first. Part three, I like part three better than part four. Part five, everything, everything you ever wanted in a Persona game, which probably why it's it's the best Persona game right now. But part three, man, the 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 atmosphere just totally drew me in. Uh, so I'm excited for that one. Then they showed off was that a Refantasia metaphor the from the creators of Persona. Man, that one looked intense. Also, that one looked gorgeous. I'm super excited about that one. They did kind of do an extended uh, uh, extended trailer, I guess is what you would call it, right? And oh man, it looked good. But where do I start? Where do I start for the actual in-game, in-game announcements? Uh, I I did pull up this list because I knew we were gonna talk about it. Uh, I'm not gonna go through all of them, just the ones that uh, kind of caught my eye, which was quite a bit, quite a few. Um, and then even some that were kind of like, oh, I had no idea. Strangely enough, one of the first ones I saw again, I was trying to catch up, was the uh, was Pony Island Two Panda Circus. 
it's from the creator of Inscription. Strangely enough, I just passed Inscription a few days ago. I was, and I was talking to Rico about it. Totally just blew my mind, like just as far as the story and how meta it is and stuff like that. So I was like, oh, I had no idea Daniel Mullins was the creator of Inscription. Even had a, a Pony Island Part 1, much less Part 2 coming out. So that was something that I had to check out. Uh, one of the other ones was Dead Cells. I wasn't a fan of Dead Cells. Not, not for any other reason that I just I bought it but didn't really play as much. Uh, they did come out with the next game, Windblown, which I thought was, again, it looks cool. I, I'm always a sucker for, you know, good art and stuff like that. And it, that one looked just as amazing as ever. Um, God of War Ragnarok did have their DLC come out, Valhalla. So, again, I, I've played the, I, I've played all the God of Wars, just not this one, strangely enough. Uh, one of my free, biggest... Free also, right? Yeah, and it's also free, free DLC. <laughs> One of my biggest ones, and I had been salivating for some type of news, and I finally got some, was Senua. Senua did get uh, an extended trailer, extended look, all kinds of good stuff. And man, dude, I just, it always looks intense. And I'm super excited. that I thought the trailer looked amazing. It just, it blew my mind. So I was just super excited just to even see Senua and, and just play part two, you know, down the road. So super excited about that one. Uh, one of the other ones that looked pretty crazy was Kemuri. I, 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 it was like a brief little tra- small trailer, but that one caught my eye. And then, of course, we had Moon Studios. And I was like, man, dude, like, I don't know if this, this all the small games that I play that I always hope for something or uh, more from the same companies. Well, Moon Studios revealed no rest for the wicked. If you played the Ori games, then it's not, this was not a Metroidvania. I, I believe this is more of a hack slash type games. But if, if, it's, if it's Moon Studios and if it's, I'm sure the gameplay is just going to be fun and engaging, so I was super, super excited about that one. Uh, which other one? Visions of Mana. That's another game in the Mana series, if you're familiar with those. Uh, Secret of Mana being one of them. Rise of the Ronin also looked just inten- intense. You know, we I, Samurai games, that's because I still haven't played Ghost of Tsushima, but this one's Team Ninja. Um, that just also looked crazy. Uh, Black Myth, the Wukong, again, this was a, a play on Journey to the West, if you're familiar with that. Again, Dragon Ball Z, Monkey King, also derived from that stuff. And um, I, I'm just rambling at this point, just kind of going down to this thing, what I like. Kazan Berserker looked intense. Uh, <laughs> it, where do I stop? Okay, okay, let me see. I'm almost done. And I'll let Rico talk, I promise. Uh, the First Descendant also looked pretty intense. Sci-fi shooter. Uh, what else? I think Hoyoverse has a couple of games, but uh, as much as I want to, those, those gotcha games, I'm just, whether I'm not familiar with them, I just don't get into them. I'm just not, you know, for any other reason. Then they just, I don't know, it seems like quite a bit. The only other one that kind of looked interesting was uh, Stormgate, Stormgate. Not for any other reason, but that it's made from the ex-people of uh, StarCraft. Starcraft one of my favorite games of all time and so I guess I'll keep my eye on that but I didn't the trailer looked a little you know it didn't look as appealing as I wished it would but you know we'll see but again that's that was me rambling what do you think maybe you and I have some of the same ones and we can ramble together no I'm actually glad that uh you actually didn't name any of the things that I'm gonna talk about oh really uh yeah so um I think I thought overall there was a lot of stuff that looked really really good, but when it came down to, I-, I started to ask myself at a certain point like, would I play this? Will I be buying this? Did this move the needle for this game? Like whether I already knew about it or is this like an instant like okay I'm buying this? 
and there was really only three games that I thought it's a maybe. Uh, the biggest one of which, which I told you after we we uh, we saw everything, uh, was we got an announcement for a Blade uh, game by Bethesda. So you know, Marvel and Bethesda are gonna work together to make this Blade game. Uh, we didn't really see anything of it other than we know it's happening. It's just strictly an announcement. Uh, but I'm all about, I've always loved Blade. I love vampires. I love all those kinds of dark games and stuff like that. So as of right now, like this, I'm, I'm getting this game. Uh, once we see more, maybe that'll change. Maybe yeah. it's not, it doesn't turn out to be what I expect or something like that, or it doesn't go well. But uh, that was probably the thing I was most hyped for. The second one was uh, Exodus, the one that Matthew McConaughey came out and talked about a little bit, and then they showed the game. And the reason I think this one excited me was mostly because it looked a lot like a Mass Effect game. Um, You know, with with, uh, the news that we got a couple weeks back about that Mass Effect was, like, pretty far off still. I think like this might be one that as we learn more and stuff like that, maybe this will be one that I'll check out to kind of hold me over. And it's going to be kind of in that Mass Effect like archetype of a game where, you know, RPG and hopefully there's like different uh, abilities and classes and builds and stuff like that. Like if, if that is the case, I think I will uh, I'll uh, I'll be trying this one out. Again, one of those, just wait and see until we know more. Uh, the other one I thought we didn't really see much other than a... Uh, a uh, it's not, not a tra- It wasn't really a trailer. It was like a... What would you call it? Uh, the Jurassic Park uh, survival uh, announcement trailer. It was more of... It, it wasn't any gameplay. It was like footage like uh, and stuff like that. A cutscene. It was essentially a cutscene. Of like a scientist kind of trapped on the Jurassic Park uh, island and trying to survive. Uh, we know it's going to be some sort of survival game. But like I said, we didn't see any gameplay. So we don't know what that's going to be like at all. Uh, this one, depending on whether or not it's only a single player or whether there's uh, multiple players. Like it could be interesting to me. Uh so that that's another one that's probably a long shot, but it's I'm I'm gonna be watching for it. Mm. So so again, I mean, very different list. Uh, Jurassic Park kind of being the smallest little, it got a little bit of attention out of me. Uh, Exodus maybe just because that Mass Effect itch, but the the one that I was hyped for the most was Blade, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah, because uh, you know. I'm killing so many zombies these days, you know, the vampires might be getting out of control and I'm going to have to do it then. I'm going to have to swap over. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, uh, I think that's that's the gaming section. Anything else? You haven't you haven't uh, started anything new? I know you said you finished Inscription. Yeah, I and just it- finished Inscription. And uh, as far as anything new, my next game, I actually... Either Super Mario RPG, which I said I was gonna—that was the next game I was gonna play on my Switch. I just—I haven't been, I haven't had a chance to game, you know, moving to house. I'm still trying to uh, move things around, fix things around. Um, I always have my my Switch next to my bed and stuff like that. So 
Yeah, man. Uh, it's it's going to be one of those two. Either Samurai RPG or uh, 13 Sentinels, strangely enough, because I've had that game in my in my Switch for quite a while. Let me ask you this. Have you played... Have you jumped on board with the new... Uh, that This viral Suica game? I, I don't know if that's how you say it, but... It, uh, have you seen it? Do you know what it is? Have you tried it? I have I know no people, idea. You have no idea what it is. Okay. Yeah, like a browser online or something? I bet, look, I'm, look, I'm looking at it right now. It, it's, it's on browser, but I think it's also like on... You can get it on Switch as well. But it's basically this like very simplistic game that just people love. And all you do is you drop fruit like into this container. But if you drop... There's like a, like a cherry and then grapes, and then an orange. If you drop a cherry onto a cherry, it evolves into a, an orange. And if you drop an orange onto an orange, it turns into a grape. Uh-huh. So, like, you, it's a matching game. It's, like, matching and Tetris, like, all together. And, like, the point is to keep evolving your fruits. <laughs> super, <laughs> super simple, very simplistic, but... For some reason, those games, you see one pop out of nowhere and it just, it hits. Yeah, it's man. Super, super popular, super addicting. <laughs> and whoever makes these games, I'm sure. So you, you, you hadn't seen this one yet? I had not. I'm actually trying it out right now. I mean, it's an easy game to kind of grasp and get into, right? Yeah, it's very, very easy to grasp and get into. God, try, just gotta drop them and, yeah, just drop, just drop the fruits, baby. Yeah, and you, the name of the game is just keep evolving, keep evolving. <laughs> I don't know. We'll see how far I get. I'm still playing right now. I'll, I'll probably keep playing it even when I log it off. It doesn't seem like there's a time limit, right? No, I don't think so. You just keep going until you lose. Yeah. Which will probably be soon for you. Why? Well, because, I mean, you ain't that guy. <laughs> you just don't got it. You just don't got it. Yeah. Well, you can't make your own rules. I mean, shut up. <laughs> House rules. That's oh, right. Up. Oh, there we go. Oh, look at that. Oh, look at that. Dang, that was a cool little combo. It's because I. It's because I have a lot of uh, practice in these type of games. From if you have, if you have, if you haven't played Pokemon Puzzle League, don't talk to me. <laughs> this is funny. Yeah, it's a super simple game. Just one of those that you just think like, oh, what is this? And I don't know. I don't know who made it. I'm still not filled in with how this came to be or who was the, who were the first people to start playing it. But it's one of those games, much like Vampire Survivor, where I saw a couple streamers playing it one day and then all of a sudden everybody's playing it. Yeah. I know you're familiar with like the streamers and stuff like that. They'll play games while they wait for games, right? Yeah. Something like that. Yeah, a lot of Q Q games is what they would call them, but uh, yeah, this one, this one's this one's wild, dude. And I, I'm not mistaken, I think it is on Switch. I did see somebody playing it on Switch. Oh, really? Yeah. So I mean, if it makes it to consoles and stuff like that, you know, it's yeah, it's it's getting somewhere. What's your score at? I'm at two ninety. I'm at six seventy. Dang, you're way ahead of me. Yeah, but it looks like it's getting it's getting a little crowded in here. Oh, it's getting real crowded in here. Oh, there you go. Oh, there you go. I just, dang. But that big green ball, dude, like, like, dang, that ball gets bigger the more time you, you add it up and stuff. 
Oh, now it's, now it's not looking so hot, dude. Oh. Oh, there we go. It's rough, Rico. Okay, now I'm starting to get, like, my, my score is starting to go up quickly. I'm at 4 420, and I'm maybe about halfway. Yeah, looking a little rough. I don't know if my game's like glitching a little bit because these balls are starting to go into each other, but yeah, it's not looking so it's not looking so good for me, man. Oh, but it tells you what color's coming next. I don't know. Right? I don't know if this is oh okay, it goes. I see, I see. Yeah. But yeah, is there anything else? Yeah, we better we... end the podcast because we're gonna get real stuck <laughs> into this game. <laughs> No, uh, the only other thing I wanted to, like I always do, I wanted to name a hero of the week. And for the hero of the week, we're going way, way back. And this is finally the point where Marcus ended up saying something before the podcast. And I said, well, you know what? It's funny that you say something like that. We're going way back in time to 336 AD. Okay. Because that is the first recorded incident of Christmas being celebrated. And this was way back with the Romans. So because Christmas time is coming, uh, I know because a lot of our group are like involved in, uh, you know, y'all are teachers, y'all are with the, with school district and stuff like that. And you all luckily are able to get Christmas breaks and stuff like that. You mentioned you're counting down the days. Uh, so just for the people that started off Christmas and the whole celebration and making it this whole big deal, uh, we want to say thanks. And we want to name them our heroes of the week because without them, you, all, you probably wouldn't have a break. Yeah, yeah, true, true. And, you know, it's just a, a great time for, for all of us. You know, one of the best times of the year. I know it's one of my favorites. Oh, for I sure. know not everybody's about Christmas, but I know I am. So heroes of the week go to the Romans <laughs> way back when. That was good. That was good. That was a good one. Yeah. So if there's nothing else, Marcus, you know, you know what to do. Yeah. So like you Rico mentioned, Christmas is coming up. So let's enjoy our break when it gets here. You know, we have what two two weeks, three weeks left until until Christmas. So if you haven't done your Christmas shopping, I recommend you get to that right now. If you haven't ordered anything on Amazon, I suggest you do that right now. But if you haven't checked out our last week's podcast, we did record on a Wednesday featuring the one and the only the inexcusable, the let me interject, Return of Taco Dude. So Rudy joined us last week. We talked about Suicide Squad. We talked about Grand Theft Auto, where the trailer just came out. And we also talked about the Game Awards at the time, which obviously had happened already. So, uh, yeah. Uh, other than that, check us out. You can always listen to our previous episodes. And, yeah. Well, thank you guys for listening, and you all have a good night. Dude, I'm going to be stuck on this game. <laughs> good yeah. night, everybody. <laughs>